What must I do to inherit eternal life? You and I would probably uh, phrase that question in this way. What must I do to get to heaven? The scholar in today's gospel asked Jesus the question, What must I do to inherit eternal life? This question, I bet, floats around in our own minds from, from time to time. We all know that someday we will die, and after our death, we will have eternal life. Each one of us would like to know if we are going to spend our eternal life in heaven. And if not, what do we need to do to change what we're doing so that we can be in heaven for all eternity? Because all of us would like to be in heaven for all eternity with God and each other. None of us, none of us would like to spend eternity with Satan and end up in hell. So how do we do that? How do we know that we are on the right path to heaven? You know, for part of my ministry, uh, as being a deacon here at the Archdiocese, I'm assigned as a Catholic chaplain for the Maple Grove Hospital. I have the privilege of spending time with the Catholic patients and to bringing them Holy Communion. I really, really like this ministry. You know, when I open the door to see the patient and to meet him for the first time, I never know what I'm going to find on the other side of that door. Many people are people of faith, people who love God and his church. Some, are, some people are not quite sure about God and his church, and they have a lot of questions. And then there are a few, for whatever reason, um, just decline, decline to talk with us. So most of our visits are just great. I, uh, I have wonderful conversations with people. People uh, often minister to me. Um, but some are a little tougher. You know, the pa- many of those patients have struggles and, uh, that they're dealing with. And often uh, their questions are very difficult. Difficult for me and difficult for them. Sometimes the patient shares something uh, that is very difficult and very sad. And then often bring uh, tears to both of our eyes. Then there, there, there are the end-of-life visits. The visits when the patient is put on comfort care and usually only has a short time to live. Many of these comfort care patients are surrounded by their families. And I will tell you what a privilege it is to be in a room where both the patient and the families have great faith. To see the love being poured out upon that dying person and to witness the faith and trust they have in our God. A God who is a God of love and mercy. A God who they believe will bring their loved one to heaven for all eternity. Jesus confirms in today's gospel the answer to the question on how to get to heaven for all eternity, and it is through love and mercy. Our God is a God of love and mercy, a God who loves us so much that even after we separated ourselves from him in the Garden of Eden, he came down with a plan of salvation for each of us, a plan that is full of love and mercy. 
a plan that Jesus himself died on the cross for us, a plan that allows us to access heaven, to enter into heaven at the end of our lives. So what are the things we must do here on this earth to become citizens of heaven? Well, as we heard in today's gospel, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your being, with all your strength, with all your mind, and your neighbor as yourself. So from what we heard in today's gospel, the most important thing that we should be doing to get to heaven is is putting God first and loving him above all things. And that's a good question we can ask ourselves this morning. Am I doing that? Am I putting God above all things? The second most important thing we heard in the gospel this morning was that we are to love our neighbors as ourselves. God loves us so much, and he's so merciful to each and every one of us. He wants us to treat our neighbors in the same way. Loving our neighbors as ourselves requires us to show them love and mercy. And who are our neighbors? Well, our neighbors are anyone who lives on this earth. Any human being that is alive would be our neighbor. And we are expected to show them love and mercy. To help them when they are in need and to lighten their path. We do this by journeying with them, helping them out as we come in contact with them. Some examples of the neighbors, of our neighbors who are in, in great need would be people who have been taken advantage of, uh, the depressed, the hungry, uh, unemployed, drug addicts, and those who do not know God. And that is one, one category that we, we really need to work on, evangelization for those who do not know the love of God. And these are only a few examples, but there are many, many of them. These are our neighbors, men and women, who have fallen on the side of the road of life, who are beaten down and robbed of a decent life. God is asking us to be good Samaritans to them, showing them love and mercy. And we don't always have to do heroic things to, uh, to minister to people, to be good Samaritans to them. The, the everyday way we live our lives is shows the people around us that we are in that we put God first in our lives and that we have love for him and that we have love for each other so the small little things in life make a big difference to people you know today as we come forward to receive our lord why don't we call to mind someone who is in need of our love and mercy Think of someone in your life who needs your love and your mercy. And then come up with a plan on how to do something about that this week. How to become a good Samaritan to them. Remembering what Jesus confirmed in the gospel as we ponder the question, What must I do to inherit eternal life?